sort of entertainment I'm right there okay tonight's guest he also happens to be a Plymouth White Marsh High School alumna which is totally you know I think I, I recall seeing him in those hallways since then he's gone on to do great things okay he's been a producer he's an actor he was in the Mindy Project Scandal Grey's Anatomy the short-lived great extant he was also a producer on Mom and Dad, which was... And if you've never seen Mom and Dad, you got to go and rent it right now, okay? Uh, Beast Mode and uh, Arctic, which I watched today while I was supposed to be at work. And I have to tell you, I enjoyed that very much. Um, recently, he's put together this beautiful film. When I was talking about taking care of people and just true altruism and empathy and doing things, you know, feeling good about yourself, helping people in need, okay? And this film stars... Uh, Shia LaBeouf, Dakota Johnson, and I want to get his last name right, so I'm going to just go with it and say, is it Zach Godsagan? Perfect, actually. Okay, and uh, this film is The Peanut Butter Falcon, okay? So it hasn't come out yet worldwide. It comes out August the 23rd, tomorrow night, over there in Conshohocken. There's going to be this big event. We're going to learn all about this stuff, okay? You can get a chance to meet the producer of this film. And this film is beautiful. I've seen all the stuff on YouTube, The Peanut Butter Falcon. With that being said, please welcome to the lounge, Aaron Scotty. Thanks for having me. So let me uh, just start right off. Did you have CITV in Plymouth White Marsh High School? Yeah, we did actually. So uh, is that where you got like the you know? Ooh, let me get the, let me get in this world of entertainment. It's not. No, that was just a, a class I had to get through. I mean, it was more fun than most mm -hmm. for sure. But the the only thing I remember was we all had to put together our own commercial in that class. And uh, do you remember what you did? I think I remember the the song we used was Free Falling. I don't remember the concept of our commercial. I do remember one commercial. I think it was... You know, this is crazy. So you graduated in 2001, right? Yes. So is it safe to say they recorded this and they put it to tape and they might have replayed it? Because I recall seeing something like this because in 2004, I was a substitute school teacher at Plymouth White Marsh High School. Oh, really? And they would run stuff like, and they would, I was in a band and they would play my music over the thing. Totally embarrassed me. I remember that. I yeah. feel like, did you uh, always have a guitar with you? No, I wasn't that teacher for Christ's sake. <laughs> no, no, not as a teacher. Um, like back when no, we were in school. In school, I, no. There was you, another guy, play? there was another guy that had a guitar. I think I know the one you're talking about. His name was Jonathan Burko and he always had a guitar and he okay. was, a, he was a, a friend of mine as well. He legally changed his name to uh, Zier. Like oh that. yeah. I would have remembered that. Okay. But we should mention, uh, welcome to the lounge too as well. I, I was so quick when you guys came in because you were running a little, little late. Tell me your first name again. What's your first name, bro? Bill. Bill. <laughs> you can say Sorry, it out I can't, I, can't, I can't hear it. <laughs> Bill, welcome to the lounge. Happy to have the brothers here, right? You're the younger brother, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, getting that bug of acting and stuff like that. 
I watched uh, some of your YouTube uh, reels, and uh, you're, you're funny, and you're comedically funny too, oh, in the way thanks, that Jim man. Carrey uh, used his body. <laughs> I saw some footage of you like on top of this bar, and I was like, "Hey, yeah, he's got not only the uh, acting yeah. stuff, but he's got the producing stuff." You know, I mean, um, where would you like to start? Because all the films here on this list I talked about, Mom and Dad, I watched on the whim. I think we should talk about that. Okay, like let's go right into this. Like, let's how'd do you it. Get, yeah. How'd you get involved with this completely? different style film that was totally appropriate for kind of like what was going on right now in society when it came out what year was that uh that was a few years ago now i mean what, what's today 2009 i can't even keep track Man, i know it happens fly. fast right but i think we did that in what 2016 so that was uh as you said i started as an actor um chris lamole who's also a philly guy mm -hmm. um and tim zajaros from detroit they started armory films um and I, i've been friends with them since i moved out to la like 10 years ago um they started that company about five years ago and um, I teamed up with them for mom and dad. That was the first, mm -hmm. you know, I said, look, I want to get into producing. I want to spread my wings a little more. Um, and they gave me a shot on mom and dad. I was an associate producer. So, uh, we had the relationship with Brian Taylor, um, and who wrote and directed the script. He mm -hmm. did all the crank movies. He did ghost yeah, so rider. Fast. That's why. Yeah. So he had, you know, he mm -hmm. wrote this, uh, part for Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage, dude. I mean, he's amazing. Okay, he's, everything. he's great. Did you see the footage of him doing karaoke? <laughs> no, but I can picture okay, it so in my head. So he broke up with his wife a few <laughs> months ago. You know, his films are great, but this particular TMC footage was wonderful. He broke up with his wife and he went to a karaoke bar in Koreatown and was doing karaoke. And he nice. went back like a couple nights in a row and TMZ was there to capture it. But I bet, yeah. his performance in Mom and Dad is like, it was the beginning of like, you know, these films where he's like kind of like the, the resurgence of them in a way. And I felt Mom and Dad, when I saw it the first time, I was just like, Oh, there he is. Yeah, where where's he been? That's you know the raising I mean? Arizona. Nick that's Cage. the guy. That's the guy. When you look at him, he's not acting. Like you're, he's he's really there. Yeah. you know. And he has some wonderful stories that uh, you know, talking about like uh, I was reading recently. He went looking for the Holy Grail, and uh, you can Google that. It's a pretty odd story. And that's Nick, right? This isn't a character he played. This is Nick. This is so. This is Nick <laughs> actually living right. up national treasure in real life. And then like he metaphorically says like he couldn't find the Grail. But then he knew the Grail was in himself and true yeah, Nicholas Cage you form. You know what I mean? He's just uh -huh. like finding the truth. Oh, it's great. I mean, we I remember we wrapped and we went to dinner and he just he was wearing this lime green Elvis looking suit. Yeah. Had a had his wild belt buckle and and a chain around his neck that he had just gotten. And I was like, is that a, a vertebrae? And and he's like, yeah, oh yeah, that's a coyote vertebrae where you know it's my uh -huh. spirit animal. Uh, yeah, just, he's, yeah he's, wow, he's in it man. yeah he's in it actors are in it you he's know an interesting mean? guy that's why his work is so good because he's he's so interested in everything so what are, you, what are you interested in what, who's your favorite actor oh man right now I gotta say Shia honestly um, yeah I mean you know I mean that I've always loved this kid's career okay so the first time I discovered Shia was Project Greenlight back in the day oh wow is that Damon and so they put together the show and yeah. Shia was the one they got for the script that I believe is the Battle of Shaker Heights mm -hmm. and I remember thinking like this kid like you know like he's great he'll go on to do great things and he did go on to do great things and I you know even when he was down I was still there with him yeah. you know what I mean because people sometimes they they got to get down to get back up you know yeah. what I mean and uh, I'm a big you know believer in that you know and I'm happy that like this film came together because 
it's just beautiful. Yeah, know? and you know, we all go through that whether you're an actor or not, and whether we want to or not. I mean, that's what builds character. Mm-hmm. You can't become the, the man that you want to be or the man you're supposed to be or you know, the the woman, the human being that you're supposed to be unless you go through pain. And everybody deals with that differently, you know, mm-hmm. and it comes in many different forms. And you know, when you're in the spotlight and mm-hmm. people are all eyes on you, it's like you can't go through your process without the microscope on you, but he never let that stop him from going through his process that he had, you know, he had no filter and he has a very strong point of view. And Mm -hmm. I respect that, you know, and a lot of us, uh, if people are like, Oh, he's crazy or he's weird or he's difficult. That's just, that's just, that's it. That's the ego saying like, Oh, well, I wish that I could speak my mind. And you know, you can, Mm, yeah, you can. Why not? If you just don't care what people think, then as long as you're not hurting anyone else, be you, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when I met him and and saw the way he works and saw the relationship he built with Zach and uh, how dedicated he was to this Mm -hmm. story and like just nothing else mattered. Um, This is Zach's first on-screen appearance, right? This is his first big feature film. Big feature film. um, But he's actually been at it since he was three years old in performing arts, Mm -hmm. uh, doing little plays, little uh, short stuff like mm-hmm. that and that's how mike and tyler um mike schwartz and tyler nilson that's how they met zach at a camp for um that brought together people with and without disabilities uh, mm-hmm. in like a little acting camp and zach was caught their eye he was like really good and really prepared for his scene he said it's amazing i'm gonna co- i'm gonna play the bad guy i'm gonna come in i'm gonna <sighs> yeah. put my drink down take my sunglasses off or whatever it is because mm-hmm. that's what the bad guy would do and they they were just kind of impressed with his choices and like wow this guy really knows his stuff because Zach's been studying since he was three years old he was really really he, uh, that's all he wanted to do was movies I mean he was in Usher at a movie theater in Florida he collects the tickets just so he could surround himself with movies dude I've, I've watched a bunch of interviews today and the, the guy just warms your heart you know what I mean yeah. like he's so on top of everything you know and the I'm a big um you know, supporter stuff like that. I, I was in the country hawking uh, Special Olympics soapbox derby when I was a kid. I did that for like four or five years. Yeah, I and I do believe. Soapbox. Yeah, and the, you know, I, I I do believe that. Um, yeah, like films like that where you get to explore all of the human character. You know what I mean? Like all different types of you know walks of life, and you see like you know coming of age and like. I don't want to ruin the premise, but I mean, like, it has that vibe of, like, you know, he wants to be the wrestler, right? And he escapes and find, links up with Tyler. And Tyler's what, like a fisherman? From yeah, the- he's a crab, crab fisherman um, down on his luck. Uh, he kind of goes on the run mm-hmm. for different reasons. And, you know, they kind of, they cross paths. And it's kind of a testament to the human spirit. And it's, it's just raw. I mean, these two people who wouldn't be friends and otherwise uh, kind of end up realizing they need each other. Yeah. And and we all do. We all we, we need each other. You know what I we mean? We do, yeah. And it just reminds you of that. Especially in, in times like this. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. I mean, I think it's an appropriate film for the time coming out. And um, I can't wait. It's August 23rd. It's nationwide, right? You had your, the premiere, the premiere was last week, right? Yeah, the premiere was uh, the LA premiere was August first, and then um, opening weekend was the the eighth, ninth. Okay. Uh, so Friday the ninth was like the big um, 
17 screen release and you're doing very well on rotten tomatoes yeah so far so good man we won the the first weekend box office for on screen average or per screen average um so that's that's, great. that's off to a really good start this weekend we'll add more cities and you know this week i'm just gonna do a bunch of press whoever will have me i mean if if i can convince three people yeah, to right. see this movie that wouldn't have otherwise then you know that's a win and you also have an event tomorrow night in country you want to tell everybody about that yeah uh so i guess kim saw that i was coming to town uh she owns the gypsy saloon and she reached out she was like yo let's throw you a party you know let's this is what we do we love this we'll get you know my pr will uh, we'll set it up. We'll have some news come by, cover the event, and uh, just create awareness for the movie. And I said, absolutely. So uh, that's tomorrow at 6 p.m. at the Gypsy. Um, and it should be a lot of fun. Gypsy's a great, you know, it's a great bar, great restaurant. Yeah. I love country. You grew up in country? I grew up right on the other street across from here. <laughs> I'm sitting, when I was driving right on here. West 4th Avenue. Oh, you on the west side? Did you see the water main break today on Maple Street? No, but I saw them working on something. Country's got that vibe, man. Country would be perfect setting for a film set in the summertime. Like I mean, like you remember how it was back in the eighties and nineties when we had real seasons. Yeah. Remember like when fall would and when we knew everyone walking down the oh, street. Yeah. I everybody. Mean, everybody. This everybody one like, hey, square go. mile block. Everybody, man. Used everybody to know everybody. Home. Now I come home and I'm, I just don't. No. It's know. so many different people. Yeah. yeah. But country was small back in the day, and you know it's gotten definitely bigger. But I mean, it's got so much character just to it. So many different restaurants, you know. This place here was uh, my grandmom's. She went into a nursing home, so we use it as a you know rental and the studio here. But it's like oh, right nice. in the middle, yeah. So like you know, it's like right there. They got all the new restaurants. Yeah. Do you know the mayor of country? Mayor Who's Yine- the mayor now? Yaniv Aronson. Oh no, I used to be. Uh, oh, you should. He's what's his name? He, Bob Frost was it always used to the be mayor. Bob Frost, but Bob Frost lost to okay. my friend um, who's a school teacher, and he also um, ten years ago taught me. I took a couple classes for screenplay writing at a community college. Oh, wow. So you should definitely link up with the mayor of country because he has a very cinematic mind. Sure. Uh, Tell him to come out tomorrow night. I'll set that up for you. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to... You should get that picture. We're inviting everybody, man. Let's do it. I I, I attend. I'm heading back down to Brigantine. You go oh, to the nice. You go to Brigantine? Oh, man. Look, see, I, I knew I was going to look over my brother being right, looking up, up from his that? phone. He's what's mad that? at me because he's got the shore house booked for the next week. Where you guys with go? the fishing boat and stuff. He's got a place. Uh, uh, was it Long Beach Island? Barnica oh, Bay? Yeah. And uh, they just got the boat. Ready. Yeah, it's addictive, isn't it? Oh, I it's wish addictive. I could. Believe me. Time stays st- like stand still when you're down there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's got that vibe. Something about the ocean kicking off, you know? I wish it was like closer. I, I don't know if I talked about this yet on the show, but yo, you want to know the best time to leave for the shore if you're a Bobcast listener? 6 a.m. Takes an hour and 20 minutes to get to Atlantic City. Smooth. Yeah, Try it out. Yeah, that's a way to do it. You believe it that When time? everybody else is sleeping, man. Everybody's asleep. I used asleep. to do it. Did drive through the middle of the night. I'll do it every time. Yeah, it's so much more it's better. It's quiet. It's peaceful. You, it's quiet. You, you get, get the chance there. to think. You're not breaking every three seconds having a heart, you know? You, you can actually put the window down, get some fresh air. It's not yeah. too hot, not too cold. You yeah, know? man something about that trip too it's just magical I don't know from Philly to the shore and the fact that we're the only people to, that call it the shore the shore everybody's like I'm going to the beach uh-huh. and we're like we're going to the shore yep. okay and there's nothing you can do about it we're the Poconos that's a good one right there where are you going this weekend you're going to the Poconos oh <laughs> do you know who uh, Aunt Terry is on Facebook she uh, does like eagle eagles 
Eagles. She does the Eagles. I'll have to send you some stuff. There's just so many personalities that are popping out here. I mean, oh, yeah. we had Ed Bassmaster, Bassmaster. I can't remember which one he is. But um, yeah, it's uh, working in the industry, especially like you live in Los Angeles, right? What part do you live? Yeah, I'm um, right, right in the Hollywood area. Okay. So kind of right in the hub, in the middle of it all. Every For day, now, we'll every see. day is the same. The skies are always blue. This is from my experience, not what I'm, you know, assuming. But the thing that I, I miss the most about Los Angeles was the fact that there's lots of traffic, but no one beeps horns. Everybody seems to be in this like bubble there. Well, that is true. There's definitely a bubble. You ever been I, on the floor? I've heard a horn or two, though. Have you, have you heard some road rage? This was 2004 yeah. or five when I was okay. there. And like, you know, that, that was, was before um, social media, though, right? And now, oh, yeah, that I don't was think there, there are my no space. eyes on the road at this time. You know, yeah, what's up with that? Everybody's texting and driving. They're checking their Facebook. God forbid they miss yeah. what Denise is having for breakfast today or, you know, whatever's yeah. being posted. I pulled but, up next to somebody today. I was like, really? <laughs> like, he was like literally like this driving the vehicle. Like, yeah. You know, and I had my phone like, right to my eyes with people at home. But, uh, it's weird, right? Because it's going to be a big problem. And that is a true reason that we have so much traffic now is because of that shit. Yeah. Looking at the phone, dude. What? Can you imagine like, the, like okay, we go back to the 80s and 90s and somebody had a phone, like a dial-up phone. That's yours. Yeah. Thank all you. that stuff's yours. Um, somebody had like a dial-up phone in the car and they're like, I got I to gotta call mom real quick. Like back in the day, you never <laughs> yeah, wanted yeah. to have. Can't even call anybody because nobody else has the car phone. Yeah, nobody like, has it. Right? Hey, look, I got this car phone. Yeah, like, I've got great. this shoebox of a call? car phone. Like, yeah. yeah, I've seen a couple recently at like uh, yard sales. You know, as relics. That's funny. I was tempted to buy one, but my wife was like, "You're crazy. What are you going to use it for?" I'm like, nostalgia. Let's just remember the car phone. You know. <laughs> you know. Get a beeper. So uh, I asked, you know, uh, acting wise, shy, but I mean, what do you think about best film? What do you mean? What's oh. your favorite film? This. I'm going. I'm going I love all it. I love in. you. I love. I love. I love your peanut butter falcon. Yeah, you know what? If you're, gonna, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do that, then we're gonna talk more peanut butter falcon. First off, I love fucking peanut butter. Okay, yeah, peanut butter. Me too. I know it activates this dopamine in your brain. So immediately when I saw these, you know, we had talked before a couple months ago, and like I'm stoked that we got to do this. Peanut butter falcon's a great name, isn't it? Yeah. And then you find out, like, it, like if you watch the trailer, you can see exactly what the peanut butter falcon is. And I'm not going to spoil that because it's an uplifting moment. Yeah, it is. You know? And I, I like stuff like that, you know what I mean? Which makes you, you know, makes you feel good. It's a film I want to show my son. My son's three. And I know my, my son would watch something like that. Because That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that mm -hmm. uh, eventually you'll be able to. Yeah, I, you know, I, it's, it's, it's the peanut butter falcon um, from all the stuff I've seen. I mean, all the actors are great. I mean... I just actually watched Dakota Johnson and that uh, three-hour remake of uh, what's that horror film? Suspiria. What's it called? Um, she was in this horror movie. She was a dancer. Oh, I don't know. I haven't. Suspiria or some something. It's terrifying. <laughs> something Spiria. I should pay it him to be like... my assistant. Suspiria, Suspiria or something like that. Yeah, I can't say it. But she was terrifying in it. She was really good in it. You know, we'll uh, we'll Google that and we'll go back and loop in the we usually correct have title. <laughs> assistant here, quasi, but he's out. He's uh, drinking down the boathouse. This, oh, this good evening. for him. But um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know something you said. You know about having your three year old watch it. I think that's a part of the reason why this is so important because mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad that there's something out there now to share with your children. Because you know, for us growing up. Mm -hmm. 
Down syndrome and, and, and stuff like that, any kind of disability, uh, we just didn't know how to deal with it. You know yeah. what I mean? So we look at it as if it's outside of ourself. That's somebody who's different from me. Um, and then this fear kicks in, like the fear of the unknown. Just mm. because we don't understand it, we won't even look their their direction you know what i mean yeah and they won't look you in the eye or, or something like that it's just yeah we just weird. or kids are rude and they make fun and all this kind of yeah. stuff and i know zach dealt with that all his life and i feel like and i can only hope that this film changes that perspective for everyone and especially if you have children watching this and growing up from the start with this understanding that we're all the same we're all equal completely um, yeah that's just me under different circumstances. You know what I mean? That's a great way we're, of putting it. We're all connected and we have to stop having this fear of the unknown and, and walk trustingly into it. Um, and when now that there's a film um, that you can immerse yourself in and feel like you're there with Zach and you see how beautifully Shia's character deals with him i mean there's there's a great moment i don't want to spoil it either yeah. um it's just down syndrome whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's like we're two human beings and we have things to do and we gotta we, get to them. we gotta do them yeah, you know what i mean to them. Yeah, um, so it'll be great to have have this for children to start seeing at a young age so their conditioning is a little different than ours we had yeah. to I know, I know me personally, we, we had to just beat this out of us. We had to open our hearts. We had to go see the world. I mean, I moved to New York. I moved to Los Angeles and kind of opened up my mind um, and met people from all walks of life. And I just, like I said, I realized they're just me under different circumstances. Yeah. And that's when life can become a, a little easier, a little less scary, um, a little more rich because you're not in your bubble of what you're used to. I mean, you can mm. grow, you get cultured, um, yep. and you see, I mean, Zach changed my life. He really did open my heart, and he taught me the, what unconditional love looks like, and I now try to practice that in my own life. I mean, I feel like my relationship with my wife has become better, uh, my relationship with friends, you know? Um, I'm more engaged. I, I listen more because it matters. You smile more because you don't take yourself as serious. I mean, Zach is just always happy, man. Yeah, it's and it's a pure love. You see Zach, I love you, Aaron. And I'm like, I love you too, Zach. He pulls that love out of you. Pulls you it out. Cannot yeah. keep your you heart closed yeah, around you can't this guy. Keep your heart closed. I can definitely see that. I, I I can't wait to see the film. I mean, um, I'm glad that uh, you did this. You know. Yeah, man. Me too. It definitely changed my life. It's a great headline for the, the, somebody coming home with a good message, you know? Yeah. So when I saw it, I had to, like, you know, jump at that opportunity. Of course, man. I'm glad that you did. Um, so, you know, I wanted to watch the film today, and I'll wait for it. But So at work today, I had a little window. So I was like, I'm going to check out this film, Arctic. Okay? <laughs> so I, first off, I loved, uh, I loved Past Tense, or maybe they're going to reboot it, Hannibal, which starred Mads Mikkelsen, who's a fantastic actor. And the thing I liked about this film, Arctic, which you were a producer on. Um, co-producer, yeah. Co-producer, excuse me. Was uh, there's no dialogue. And I love films where there's no dialogue where you know what's going on without like, you know, you can see it like in a room of like, uh, what, you know, every, a bunch of different people in different languages. They all know what's going on. He's basically screwed. And some <laughs> of my favorite films deal with that. I mean, I remember seeing Alive in the theater when I was a kid. Castaways when I got back together with my wife. 
right? So these yeah. films in I Am Legend, like I love seeing that the first time. Yeah. I, I I do wish though in hindsight now looking back that they used human vampires instead of the CGI, but that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Um, but yeah, this film, I, I love also too the way, like, you know, I don't want to do spoilers, but well, Arctic's been out for long enough. If you haven't seen it, that's what you get. That's what you get. Okay, so we can spoil. Okay, so here's the things I love about this film, okay? I fucking love that the film just starts off with him already in the middle of We're it. We're in there, yeah. yeah. I love when, like, I'm, I grew up reading comics, and comics do that all the time. You yeah. don't need to know how we got here from, you know, wherever. You just need to know that. But the comics are like, wait, wait, we're going to tell you this, but then we're going to save that for when we do the origin story. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Or something like a jump. But I mean, like, I like when you don't know much about a guy and you figure him out along the way or, you know, like a a lady character as well. You know, anybody, you find out more about them along the way. It's not like all right up front. Right. And And um, you kind of put some pieces together for yourself. It's not spoon fed. Yeah. You kind of, you put it together through his eyes. The director's name is Joe Penna. Joe Penna, yeah. So this, this dude, he's a friend of yours? Uh, now he is, yeah. I mean, I met him on Kills the film, it. but Kills he's, he's great. This is his first Super feature, talent. right? So he used to do YouTube videos, but now he's doing... This features. was his first feature, yes. He's so already, which is killer. Okay, he actually first... just wrapped on his second one with Anna Kendrick. Oh, um, cool. I did read that. It's uh, it's called Stowaway. I remember reading the script and it was the same thing. I mean, it was just a beautiful script. Mm-hmm. It just flows. It's like Arctic in space. Not literally. I don't okay, want to cool. discredit, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more to it. But just yeah. the way that it was poetically mm-hmm. written and the way it flows, it's just, you know, that's Joe and Ryan. That's their writing. And uh, I was like, wow, this is really good. And I can't wait to see it. So what was it like when you read Arctic script? Was it titled Arctic then still? Or yeah. Was it always mm-hmm. a title? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was a quick read for sure. How many, pa- how many pages was that? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but it's, it's so great the way it flows. I love the way it drops in. I love how he's digging the SOS out. I mean, in his face too. It's like, you know, you can't really have somebody that doesn't have expression in this role at all. But Mads, like he does this thing with his face where it's like constantly changing. It's like yeah. it, the dialogue is his face. It's his wound on his cheek. It's everything. Yeah, it's his, his face is it's the movie. His, yeah. It's his uh, missing toe. Did he have the, the, how that happened? How did he get it off? Right. How long has he been here? Right. Love that shit, dude. Because right. there's what nobody there for him to talk to I to explain it to the audience. Exactly. I love intelligent movies like this where I don't know everything right off the bat. You know, it's yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers are coming in and we're going to get the stones and then the movie's over, you know? I have right. no idea where he's going to go, you know? And then spoilers. God damn. Thank you for letting me spoil this movie, dude. <laughs> I'll spoil the whole thing, but you can give some some teasers. I think, I mean, okay, so <laughs> let me think where I can go without, oh uh, yeah, so I mean, well, can I get, do the inciting incident? Go can for I, it. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So basically, you know, most films, you know, it takes a real long time for the person who's uh, lost out there to get saved. But now on page 15 <laughs> or 16, here comes this helicopter. And I don't know if this is CGI or practical, but the helicopter approaches and he's he's elated. He's like, I've I've done it. And I'm thinking to myself, where are they going with this now? Helicopter doesn't make it. There's gale force winds. Helicopter starts spinning around. Helicopter crashes, and you see this look on his face for like maybe twenty. Like I mean, it's like a beat. It's a long beat. It's a long beat. And he's just like, oh god, you know. And like you feel it. You're and it's at crushing. That, and at that moment, you are on board with. You don't even know his name. Nope. You know don't nothing know about name. this guy. You know, and that's where I guess again, we, could st- we could stop with the spoilers you, because right. I think we, we really got the first 15 minutes. I mean, that's the extended trailer for the folks. If you got Amazon Prime, check it out or just go ahead and straight buy it. But I mean, 
I love that guy, man. I love his acting. Yeah, did not you, too many you, people can move, pull that one off. It's yeah. a special kind of actor that and, can pull And the off fact a that, film, that you guys shot this in sorry. 19 days, dude. How did you do that? I'm sorry. I'm so excited about Well, we film. had planned more days than that. Um, I did think you, we, did you really do it in 19 days? Yeah, we had, wow, we didn't man. have a choice. I mean, so this um, is in Iceland, right? We shot it in Iceland. Weather was uh, not part of the team. <laughs> not, no. not a team player. Oh. Uh, I mean, we would show up at this mountain that was snow capped and, and shoot half a scene, you know, long days. We would come back the next day to the same spot to pick it up and oh. you see black tips I mean on the on the mountains there's no more snow caps and so the, there was a lot of painting and, and post I imagine to cover up some of the um, missing snow I, I that, think that I happens saw, quickly it, yeah it's really well done though I mean if there is any I yeah, couldn't tell no, I mean there's you know we did as much practically as we could um, but like we would have sideways rainstorms that just ah. come out of nowhere I mean we came out with an awesome film though yeah, you know it's really so, it's great thank it's you. great I mean I, I really enjoyed watching that today and it got me really stoked to come meet you because it's like those are the types of films that I just man I long for yeah and they only too. come around they only come around every so less often. and less right so well, that's you, why I'm so excited about this is like I grew up on I love Kramer versus Kramer and mm -hmm. in terms of endearment those those stories about life and relationship the mother daughter the father son mm -hmm. um you know Raging Bull the brothers um you know now don't get me wrong you know they're doing great you know really exciting cool new stuff the, all the Marvel and everything mm -hmm. but we got to continue to pepper in these to films, make films that actual films and not yeah that we can relate that and, we relate yeah. to and you know it's a visceral experience and it, you know it, it touches your heart I went deep on this today so I went you know after I watched it, I did like a hard wiki and like I love uh, reading about uh, script development and how an idea can go from one thing to the other and the early incarnations of this film take yeah. place in an alien planet or something right where oh Arctic yep and Arctic mm -hmm. in Arctic originally was a uh, Mars I believe but it was told in a way well no I believe that the producer originally said there's this movie Mars or, or the Martian Right, but the Matt original Damon idea, the, was, the original idea was just like uh, it's just a film where it's set in a specific setting where you don't know what's going on, but there's no line, you know, no dialogue, and everybody can figure it out. Right. I love that stuff, dude. Yeah, when I saw Apocalypto, take the subtitles out. It's the same. I don't even, it, yeah, you're watching the behavior. Yeah. Sometimes we can communicate without the English language. Yeah, and you know? that's what needs. We need more films like that. Because and, we actually do. We're doing yes. it right now. Our Are you body, doing something right now? No, but no. I'm saying yeah. <laughs> our body language is, um, speaks mm -hmm. more than the actual words coming out of our mouth, right? Oh, my God, yeah. I should be a school teacher. Come on. It's yeah. all about body language right. and eye contact. You know what I mean? Like if you, There's so many different ways around it. You know, right. And that's, the, that's the, one of the great things about being an actor is you can do so many different things. Yeah. You know, and I can see that you've got range, even now just in this, what, uh, 30 minutes we've been together. What, what do you prefer, comedy or drama? Oh, I don't know. That's... You're kind of every... Both. You're in every yeah, movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, this is the most special film I've ever done, The Peanut Butter Falcon. I can't imagine ever topping this. Um, they'll all just be different, you know, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But this just changed, changed who I am, man. It changed my heart. Um, and it was really, I, I just love it. I love it so mm -hmm. much. 
And the next one that we, we just finished, El Tanto with Charlie Day, which is a comedy. Really? Um, and it's just so different. Did I mean, he write Arctic, that? Did Charlie write that? Charlie wrote it. Charlie directed it. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Charlie there, let me ask starred you a question. in it. Does Charlie play piano in it? Uh, no. But Have you ever seen Charlie play piano? There may be some dancing. <laughs> that's, that's exciting. When's that come out? Uh, well, we're in post now, so mm-hmm. not too much longer. Um, there'll still be, you know, the festival run and stuff like that. So it might be. Uh, less than a year well the film's tracking really well uh, right now the peanut butter falcon and there is the possibility that something like this could wind up at the Oscars dude we'll see man to you your, know your lips to God's I'm, ears I'm you know? putting some good vibes out there into the universe because that's all you can do is put out good vibes you know yeah. films like this deserve to have attention you know what I mean yeah you and, and me both yeah. I just I want it for Zach man I want to see roots. Zach on that stage yeah. look at me look at this this is grassroots you know what I mean like, it is a, of course you gotta do it's it it's the best yeah, you gotta spread yeah it is it is kind of the best I mean but uh, I really I'm stoked to that this like happens for you do you ever break down on the side of the road and say shit I'm out of luck I got no money I got no way of transportation. I'm gonna have to rely on Lyft and Uber to get around and my loved ones? No thank you. No thank you, sir. No thank you, ma'am. What I need you to do is I need you to type this in your browser. www.bluebellmotorcars.com Check them out. I recently found myself in a little bit of a pickle. My beloved car of 10 years had died on me. And when I talk about die, I talk about an undercarriage rusted so bad that the mechanic looked at me like I was a moron. So I saved my money up for like a month, you know? Just cutting corners, doing odd jobs, saving up for something good. I went to a bunch of places, okay? They showed me a bunch of cars that smelled like wet dogs, okay? One car looked like somebody shit himself in the front seat, okay? Just bad stuff. And then my wife told me about this place, bluebellmotorcars.com. I went there on a Friday to check out the car. I met this guy, Stu, who was awesome, not pushy, very kind, very calm, collected like Clark Kent would be. He's like, you want to test this Mazda? I'd never driven a Mazda before. I had no idea the capabilities of its engine. So I took her out on the road and I instantly fell in love. And I definitely fell in love with that price. And I purchased my first car from bluebellmotorcars.com. Remember, folks, all vehicles that we sell are Carfax certified and carry a three-month, 3,000-mile guarantee. Extended warranties are available. And guess what, folks? If you're really broke like me, they work with a number of financial lenders to provide loans for the customers. And guess what? Bluebell Motor Cars, they're happy to take any vehicle as a trade-in, okay? They just simply need to see it, bring it in. Let my boy Stu look at it, okay? Aces up, Stu. And guess what? They've been doing this for 42 years. Okay? They're dependable. Okay? They got affordable cars and they got one hell of a building that they conceived themselves. Okay? So if you find out that little factoid right there, then you know these guys are the real deal. When you see how they dug their 
down into the ground to make this facility compound that also houses a sweet Volkswagen Beetle bug in the second level. Check him out, okay? I'm proud to be a sponsor of Bluebell Motor Cars. You thinking about going to Barnegat Bay right now? He's ready for the Eagles game. There's the Eagles. What time's the Eagles start tonight? Seven. Six thirty. Seven thirty. Yeah, dude. Eagles. Let's talk about the Eagles. You guys, fans. I guess that you're. Yeah, never mind. Forget it. <laughs> He's um, got his shirt on. <laughs> So what do you think about um, the keto diet Wentz this year? You think he's going to be able to like handle business or you think he's just going to fold real quickly? What do you think? I don't think he's going to fold real quick. I think the guy has chops. He's got chops. I really but... hope that he bounces. I mean, that kid that we saw before the injury was he was on the Joe Montana path. I think he still is, you know? Did Joe Montana ever have a, a really bad injury? Could you Google that for me? That'd be possible. He's got, you got the phone there. It's, Joe it's Montana, like, did you see he he sold his house recently? It was like three hundred million. I don't even know how big this place is. It. The shape of a football <laughs> or forty ers Yeah, I try. I I breeze through those uh, articles. But I don't, um, I don't need to see how many. The Eagles, houses man, are ridiculous. Do we bleed Eagles in the, around here? You know what I mean? It's just it's wild. When we won the Super Bowl, did you come home for it? No, I actually oh, I was in a I had a wedding in Mexico. This is what happens when you're you live in L.A. and you have a bunch of actor friends. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a buddy who I, you know, we went to acting school in New York. I've been friends with him for, what, 12 mm-hmm. years now? And, uh, you know, it's like mid-season, and I could just picture him putting together his wedding with his, looking at his wife, looking at the calendar going, oh, no, this is pilot season. We can't do it then. Uh, well, well, this is the Oscars. Oh, Definitely don't God. want to do that. Oh, this is the grand. You know what? February 4th, there's nothing going on. <laughs> when do we do it then? I remember getting the invite and my wife's like, oh, we got the invite to the wedding. And I was like, oh, that's nice. When is it? February 4th. I was like, what? The Eagles are looking good this season. I don't think I'm not going. If they make the Super Bowl, I'm not going. Oh, my God, dude. That's a movie. <laughs> but they made the Super Bowl and, and I still pl- went to the wedding. <laughs> the plight of you as the season rolls along. Like, ah, oh, no, they're not going to get the Super Bowl. Like, you know, Paul's yeah. doing his thing. Christ. I'm going. It's my friend. I'm like, you can go. You want to go to Mexico? You just go to the wedding. I'm going to Minnesota. I swear to God, I'm going to Minnesota. I love the and fact that Paul's uh, is retiring the number. Did you hear that? Did he? Yeah, he reti- he's not number nine there. He's seven. Are we playing Cleveland tonight? Jacksonville, you mean? Or when we? Or this week we play Cleveland. Is- oh, did Joe Montana have any injuries? He, oddly enough, he had back surgery. Back surgery. Just like before he won the Super Bowl or after? After two. After two. So we may be in for some sort of keto Wentz like explosion. You know what I mean? Plus we got Deshaun Jack back, which is going to be insane, right? Yeah, that's be- great. You know what I mean? As soon as he gets a touchdown, you know it's going to be celebration time out there at the link. Yeah. Hey, look, I don't know what's going on in that locker room, but they got something, and whatever they're doing, keep mm-hmm. doing it. You know, Wentz, they that that the whole group seemed to have a very direct connection oh, with yeah. God and yeah, spirituality, you know, spirituality, whatever yeah. they're doing, something that's working. I like it because it's a mm-hmm. it gives it a more positive feel man you know what i mean they built a, yeah. a good locker room shows on the field for sure oh yeah and a bad locker room like <laughs> shows on the field yeah. as well <laughs> and chip was with the 49ers that was a, that was a really yeah. board team um yeah i hope to i hope the birds do well i mean i think the, they will they have another good season it, it could be great it's a shame about uh sudfeld or sudafed as we call him in Sudafed. my house sudafed <laughs> 
Superfed man, he break his. How does that happen, man? You know what I mean? Quickly, I guess. I don't know. So who's our backup now? Kessler. I don't know. Uh, uh, you know. I don't know. Much. It's gonna. I I hope that you know. For I mean, like I saw a list that um, Saversky put out on Twitter. Uh, you know, of quarterbacks that are available, and there's surprisingly quite a, a lot. You know. Uh, but at the top was Kaepernick. I was gonna say, yeah. And you know I, was, I was gonna mention it. I was like, did, do we even go down that road? No, we can go that road, dude. Kaepernick gave me. I remember his second year in the NFL. He gave me. I think I got like 180 points in fantasy that weekend. <laughs> so I am a look. I don't care about the freedom of speech. Okay, he can do whatever he wants. You know what I mean? Like within limitations. But that's just me. I know some people don't like that. But if you can play football, you can. And look what happened with Michael Vick with the Philadelphia Eagles. Everybody hated him. Then he came and he magically redeemed himself because right. that's what you got to do. You got to forgive. What are you going to do? Just like let cast people out like lepers for the rest of your life? Yeah, I don't. It, it's become such a debacle with, uh, you know, everybody has their opinion now with social media and everything and it's yeah. influencing stuff. And so, mm-hmm. man, these guys are playing a game. Just let them, let them play football. You know, if he's good and he fits the team. Uh, but and then there's a listen every, every side is right in a little bit you know I, I don't know if the NFL yeah. is their private league and that's it's kind of bullshit too I mean it's like Disney World and like they it's it's a private property and mm-hmm. they make their own rules and I get some some old older woman like 80 years old was arrested because she had CBDs that she had a license for like really yeah, and it's why, why did they search some eighty-year-old yeah, woman? I don't know, but I mean, just take it and throw it in the trash. Say this is private property; we operate on our own rules, and throw yeah. it out. They arrested this woman. It was a whole story, but the same, you know, same thing. Like if it's if it's privately owned, yeah. they can make their yeah. own rules, and then this, that's what you see. Then it's up to people to stop watching if they don't want to watch. You know, yeah. I I like watching for the sports, and I try to stay out of same the other stuff yeah who wants to get involved with that you know it's, it's just so, a shame where it, that it had to come to this anyway it's like you know? it's like uh i mean we we got the civil rights happened and then the the like afterwards we got so caught up like first off we have never fixed the inequalities here in america no but instead I, I, we just start jumping on all the shit that's wrong besides the main problem it's like we were talking about earlier about looking each other in the eye exactly you know what i'm saying like being like i'm not gonna look away no more i'm going to help you now right we need more of that if you spend five minutes looking into someone's eyes i i doubt you're gonna want to hurt them you know you just open your heart just a little bit and you Mm -hmm. again you realize that's me that's just me across the table under different circumstances we're all in this together Mm -hmm. and yeah nobody wants to talk about the underlying problem is that we're not communicating with each other with we're each ta- other we're talking at each other now. and we're also mad about everything we're doing but we're not learning to get along you know what i mean right. like we're putting up our own you know divide through almost everything now yeah, like it, it could seems. be so much easier working together but we rather make it more difficult on ourselves and and it's me against them and uh, you know yeah, it's, everybody it's, against the world and it doesn't have to be like that it doesn't and it's it's very interesting though to think about like how history will perceive the beginning of this you know century yeah, the beginning of the 1900s you know they had trilby hats you know what i mean they were like we're being pulled by horses still right and then in the beginning of 2000 we began this 20 year dive into social media which we talk about here every week and how it affects us in such certain ways that 
will never be able to like it, it will never be the same oh it changed know? everything man it's I over. mean you know I, I just are kids playing in trees now and getting no. scraping their knees I don't know not I, at all I have uh, my wife is four months pregnant congratulations bro thank you man it's our first it's a boy nice congratulations and that's I'm just awesome. like I have a son too it's the best yeah it's the best I'm, I'm excited but I'm also like what, how do you raise a kid these days I want yeah, look, I'm scared. I want it to I'm, be traditional still I'm glad you brought this up because I'm scared to death too man I'm and my son's three I'm scared to death of the world that's out here right now but we need to change it and that's how we can change it that's it is I just want to raise a it. gentleman yeah, and like but who's also not afraid to, to scrape his knee or play outside or mm -hmm. you can't yeah. pamper them, you can't overprotect them because the world's not gonna treat them the same. Yeah. You know? So they have to have a tough skin but also have a soft side and an open heart as yeah. well. And yeah, there's yeah, a balance yeah. there. And the society as a whole, or at least what we see out there doesn't support that as much but i think that's changing i think there's a wave coming around um i know for me i just kind of started choosing where i look and because i was like oh man everybody's so angry and not everybody there's a lot sure and that's what we saw on our feed or whatever i started changing it around follow positivity and you know and you start to see these other other people out there that are still trying to fight for the for mm -hmm. humanity and and the meaning of togetherness and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think that wave's coming back because it's going to pop. Like everybody's been so angry for s some time now and eventually they're going to be get sick of it because we wonder why we're sick. We wonder why we're getting these health scares and they can't be, oh, try this pill or try that pill. And, oh, this doesn't work. Well, try this. No, the underlying problem is anger, resentment, stress. That That plays a big part. Um, yeah. in our health and people are they're getting sick and nobody knows why you know and I think that technology is really not ma mainly causing it but it is not helping it's not helping that's imagine being thing, a kid yeah. imagine being a kid that's 13 14 years old and you do some shit at school and it's filmed right I can't and that even. shit spreads everywhere dude what the f what do you do I don't know man you, bullying you, bullying times a thousand now right it's bullying like infinity because it's like basically I mean, back in the day, if you like spray painted like in the bathroom or you wrote some shit, you know, this guy does whatever, they could just easily paint over it. Right. You know what I mean? But you know, well, once it's recorded, you can't. You can paint over it all day. But I it feel lives so bad for kids, man. I, it's just that that's just gonna ruin things, really. And then also too, it's like it could be argued that it's not ruining things; it's making things better. I don't know if you saw the. Well, Chris, there's accountability now. But everybody's got a camera now, and everybody wants a celebrity to mess up. Did you see the Chris Cuomo thing? Oh, yeah. Okay, so with the Chris Cuomo thing, uh, right? You know, Fredo? he got called Fredo, right? Which, you know, is in The Godfather. You know, hey, yeah. I'm Italian. If somebody called me Fredo, I'd turn around and be like, what? Yeah. But he took it kind of, you know, in a bad way. He analyzed it. And, you know, he went a little nuts. And he had on tape, and like, I remember them saying, you're done, you're done, you're done now. And it was like, you yeah, know. That's the thing. They think, because, yeah. oh, they got it. Oh, got you on camera, you're done. Yeah, you're done. Assuming that society's just going to bury down on this guy. And CNN didn't why it's like it's so they exhausting we're all human yeah. man we mess up we all make mistakes we all and make we need mistakes. to forgive that's how we grow exactly we're, we're we trying to build a bunch of robots that all act exactly the same we don't want that it's boring that's it's not like i said as long as we're not hurting each other mm -hmm. go make mistakes man go mess up it's fun that's how you grow mistakes. it's how you learn yeah i love i mean 
you got to make a mistake. You got to like learn to deal with it too and learn from learn from them and not be angry. You know, I mean, there's so like you were saying, there is so much hostility right now in the world. It's so thick. Everything in North America, and then we're still like fed up with ourselves, but the rest of the world is also in trouble. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like, hey, uh, you know, we got this these problems that like you know are minute, is in comparison to other shit that's going on that we only catch wind of because somebody's throwing a festival to raise money about something or right. whatever. But there's so many different things, man. That's why I wish you know, like there was a coalition of I don't know real life superheroes not the boys but somebody that does good stuff you know what i mean like i just wish that there was more um you know healing in the world and it's calm it's growing and start looking for it i've been uh, i actually had an injury that sent me down this rabbit hole on a journey that i mean and it's funny in this whole timeline like meeting zach that was about two years ago and changing my perspective on a lot of things in life and uh then this injury i i had i had like a i had a swollen finger my wedding ring finger was swollen and it just so happens the first specialist that i saw said oh yeah that's connected to your cervical spine let's take x-rays then they did i had shooting pain down my my left arm going into like nerve pain Mm -hmm. going into that finger and uh you know so they did x-rays on my cervical spine oh this looks bad let's do mris and the mri showed oh yeah degenerative disc disease bulging disc pinched nerves bone spurs the whole nine and just basically tell me i was deteriorating this is something that's irreversible we can manage it though and i'm like i I had a swollen finger now you're telling me my spine and then my lumbar mri was really bad and oh you got all these uh uh, what are they called? Imperfections, let's say. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, I went from a swollen finger to like I'm laying, oh, yeah. living on the floor on an ice pack. I'm not sleeping in bed with my wife. I can't move. I'm in physical therapy, moving like uh, like molasses, man. They have oh, just be gentle, move slow. Don't go to the gym. Don't do anything. Uh, I gained like forty pounds because I was just eating and I wasn't exercising. I couldn't mm-hmm. function. It was, it was messing with my mind, you know? I was getting anxiety because I thought I was losing motor functions. And I don't know what was, and these doctors are trying to give me epidurals and all this stuff, painkillers. And eventually I was like, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't hit by a bus, my spine's not broken. Uh, I had a swollen finger and I started to look into natural healing. And again, like, I just don't think it's an accident. It opened up a whole new world and I found a couple of doctors that were healing themselves and like mind body connection and how it's all connected and that's a whole i mean i could sit here and talk for hours about that but acupuncture oh i've uh, i was doing acupuncture as well i still do the acupuncture but when i go in mm-hmm. i don't you know and they were like oh for your finger and your spine no let's just do some emotional healing and clear yeah it. yeah clear it um up. let's not I'm, I'm done telling my body that it's broken mm-hmm. i stopped going to physical therapy i wouldn't take their pills uh and I started to go down a natural path and heal emotionally because it's just energy. And it, if you don't release it and, you know, we grow up in Kanchi, mm-hmm. boys don't cry, suck it up, man up, all this stuff. It's, yeah. You know, it's a joke. Um, but we build these walls around our heart and that starts to manifest. And if you don't address it, eventually you'll be in a position like me where you're five minutes away from surgery. Um and I just don't think I needed it. And I didn't because wow. here I am. I started to read these books and really dig in. And, and I did the work. Very uncomfortable. A lot of breath work, meditation. Mm-hmm. I cried a lot for about three months. And 
I, my spine is totally fine. I, I mean, I could go to the I go to the gym now. I could do a backflip. I could nothing. I totally fine. The MRIs don't look any different. But my finger, we got it right back down to a swollen finger. Mm-hmm. I went and saw a rheumatologist, and we're dealing with a, a little case of uh, arthritis that we haven't checked now. And do you, that, do you think, some doctor sent me down that rabbit hole saying my spine was broken. Do you think, okay, because I've had something actually very similar, not to that scale, happen recently. My wife went to a dentist. The dentist is checking her lymph nodes. He's like, oh, you've got something here. Mm. Send her to the, you know, the doctor. I think that our doctor couldn't see her, so she went somewhere else. We had to pay 180 bucks. She's like, you're fine. Yeah. Like medical malpractice or like, you know, like ushering in people to, you know, um, medical bills and then also being put addicted them on the to assembly line put them on the assembly line and also becoming addicted to you know prescription pills yeah. prescription right i mean the word prescription any pill that you take is eventually gonna do something to you that's gonna either be fatal or you know just terrible in general but right i'm stoked that you're okay bro yeah me too you man it, it it changed my life in, in so mm-hmm. many ways and I don't think it's a coincidence that this movie coincides with it because yeah, your positivity part of came the through. heart opening, karma. Uh, Zach just continued to yeah. to do that for me, and and uh, between that and the injury, and I, you know, if it, if it was any other finger, I don't know, but I looked at this and I said I can't fit my wedding ring on anymore. Maybe I need to heal my some weird actory stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know you mean. I was like, maybe I just need to heal my relationship with my wife and and who I am. And not that anything was like really, really bad, but we were definitely not seeing eye to eye and Mm -hmm. we were just both lost in our own world. She was busy. She's a teacher. She was busy with school. I was busy with my thing. And I was like, maybe I got to slow down and and focus on what's important in life. And through this injury and through my healing, all of a sudden she got pregnant. Wow. You know, and like no accidents, just perfect timing. But I had to, I guess, learn how to, be a father to myself and take mm-hmm. care of myself and trust my gut and my instincts and once i cross that hurdle now i guess i'm ready to be a father myself so well listen next time you come back here we'll have to do a dad cast when you're you know fully acclimated it's going to be the best thing of your life uh best piece of advice i can give you is watch some doctors are like no you sit down now you sit down you don't want to, you know, watch no nah, yeah i'm in there magic. as uncomfortable as anything's going to be i'm exactly. going to be a part of all of it yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and so. I'm, I'm totally stoked, man. Peter Butter Falcon, um, it's great film, great message, and uh, you've been a great guest here on the Bobcast. I Thanks, wish you man. much luck. Check everybody out uh, tomorrow night over there at the Gypsy in West Country Hawking. I really appreciate, it, bro. Thanks for coming in. Go Eagles, too, bro. Thanks for bringing your brother down here. <laughs> of okay, course, man. It. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks, bro. My name's Bob. This has been another episode of Bobcast. <laughs>